Welcome to The Greenhouse Effect. Our hope is that this podcast would be like a greenhouse to help you get unstuck and grow in your full potential because life ought to be fully lived. Hey everybody, it's Steve Perkins and Tommy Thompson, and we're here for another episode of The Greenhouse Effect. Uh, this is Conversation Edition, and today we have another awesome question for you. Today's question is, I love this one, how do you get whatever you want in life? Tommy, <laughs> fill us in here. How do you get whatever you want in life? I think if I could answer that, I might charge a little bit more for this <laughs> podcast, but uh, it's kind of a trick question, but the answer is uh, actually pretty simple. Uh So how do you get whatever you want in life? First of all, step one, figure out where you are right now. Step two, figure out where it is that you want to get in life. And step three, figure out what the path is between the two. So uh, this actually comes from, I got to give Andy Stanley credit for this, uh, where he has um, a sermon series called The Path Principle and a book, The Principle of the Path, we'll talk about later. But I love the simplicity of it, that really, if you want to get wherever you want to get in life, you got to begin by knowing where you are and then where you want to be, and then what's the path. So uh, quick little story along this line. Okay. Uh, this past summer... My son and I traveled from Park City, Utah to Richmond, Virginia. We were carrying some furniture in a big uh, U-Haul. When we started the trip, we didn't actually map out everywhere we were going to go. We didn't map out, well, when we get to the end of the driveway, we're going to take a right, then we're going to go down and take a left. All we did was we knew where we were. We knew we wanted to end up in Richmond, Virginia at our house, and we simply plugged in the GPS Uh of those two, and it led the path, and we just kept on going. Even once or twice along the way, we missed the turn. didn't matter. Then Mm. it did a little reroute, and we just got back on the path, and it's actually kind of simple. So (laughs) I got to ask because, you know, we like to talk about some non-obvious personal growth and impact topics on this podcast. This seems pretty obvious. Like why, why, why are we dedicating a whole episode to this? Well, I think it's because what seems obvious we violate all the time. Mm. We know that we want to build our investment account and yet we still consistently spend more than we make. So what what Annie Stanley says that I think is is genius is he says direction, not intention, determines destination. That's direction, good. Yeah. not intention, determines des- destination. In other words, you can want something all you want, but if you're not going down a path towards it, or if you're going down a path in the opposite direction, it doesn't matter what your intention is. So. We live in Richmond, Virginia. That's where we're doing this podcast. If I want to go to California, I really deeply want to go to California. <laughs> uh-huh. And I get on Interstate 64 East, I'm not going to get 
to California, no matter how much I intend, no matter how passionate I am about California, <laughs> if I get on the interstate and go east from Richmond, I'm not going to get there. Mm-hmm. So even though it's it's fairly obvious, we can probably point to many areas in our life that we actually violate this all the way along. So that's kind of like one reason why the obvious thing is what we're talking about. The The second part of it is that when we begin to really understand how much the PATH principle operates in our life, then we can actually relax because we're just paying attention to where we're actually headed. What is the path that we're on is actually all we have to think about. Are we moving in the right direction becomes the core question. Yeah. And I don't know. Can you give an example of how this plays out in your life? So you talked about the metaphors and the principle. How how does this kind of approach play out in your life? Well, I I think about it regularly. So one of the things I'm hoping to do, I'm intending to do, (laughs) is to uh, write a book. Uh Uh-huh. So I know that I want to do that. But when I understand that direction, not intention, determines destination, I know that if I don't plan out time, if I don't actually write words or type words into my computer on a regular basis, it doesn't matter how much I want to write a book. I'm not going to write a book. So I realize that direction not intention, determines destination. I need to regularly be scheduling and planning time, and I need to be working through an outline because that's the path between A and B. That's the path between being someone who's never written a book to someone who is going to write a book. So you can you can begin to look at that uh, in your marriage. You can begin to look at that in your parenting. You can begin to look at that with your investments. You can begin to look at that in in each area of of your life. And when you look at people, you know, you and I talk about different people we admire often or who we follow or read who have accomplished a lot in their life. It's typically not because they're so much more amazing and just so much more gifted or brilliant than everyone else. They were just more intentional to set in action things leading towards those destinations. They were always moving in the right direction. They were always moving in the right direction. So, yeah. So I think about two ways, you know, as you're talking about this, there's kind of two ways it can play out. One is, you know, the current actions I'm taking, my current behaviors, actions, habits, routines, where does, if I play that out, where does that lead me? And, and the other one, kind of like you were saying, is starting with that end point in mind and then building out a set of plans or goals to get there. Yeah, that's so good. It actually works both directions. You can begin to visualize what happens if I keep on the same path that I'm on now. Where is that going to lead me? And then think about it from the other angle. I love that because it can go it can go both ways. Yeah. yeah. So I'll get honest here for a second. I had one of these last week. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> yeah. So um but it was actually a pretty um, practical thing. I just realized that there were some goals I want to fulfill before the end of the year in my business. And I thought about the fact that um, it's going to take big chunks of time to get there. Uh, so, for example, one of them had a lot to do with writing. 
And every time I worked on these um, sets of writing, it took multiple hours. And every time I got interrupted, it took a while to get back into the flow. Right. So I realized, okay, it's going to take big chunks of time to do this well. But then I looked at the reality of what I was doing each day, and it was lots of, um, there were lots of little nits and bits everywhere, you know, like responding to an email here, meeting with the person for 30 minutes there, you know, uh, paying an invoice over here for 20 minutes and all of these little bits. And so if I spent the whole beginning of my day on those, my energy for doing creative work was just shot. Right. And so I realized, you know, as tempting as it is to start knocking stuff off the to-do list in the morning, you know, it feels good to check those things off. Okay. Paid the invoice, answered the email, check, check, meeting, check. I ran out of the energy I needed to do the creative work. So I'm going to flip those. And this week I started saying, all right, before I even open my inbox, I'm going to work on those bigger chunk things before I get to all of that small stuff. You're a bigger man than I am. If you can do that before <laughs> opening the inbox, yeah. that is just, that's the ultimate temptation. <laughs> yeah. Only a couple of days in. So we'll see. Yeah. That's, that's great though. I mean, that's the recognition that it's, it, it is all about the path. That we're on. So what, but what if you can't figure out the path from A to B? Well, so often that's the case, you know, and, and when we left Park City, we didn't know all of the direction. I mean, we knew what direction we knew we had to go east from Mm -hmm. Park City to get to Richmond, but that's about all we knew. But what we could figure out because we had a nice little item called a GPS, what we could figure out was what was the next right turn. Hmm. So often we can't figure out what the whole path is. We don't know, and there's so many different unknowns uh, that confront us every day. But we know what will keep us moving in the, ne- in the right direction, and we know what is the next right move for us. So I may not know everything that's involved in writing this book, but I do know that I need to write. That's the next thing. I right. need to... I need to begin to write. And at some point in time, after I've written a while, I'll probably figure out, well, the next right thing is X or whatever it is, you know. Uh, So, you know, what we don't know is the whole path, but we do know is, uh, is what is the next right step. And have you ever had those situations where you don't know the next, you don't even know the next, you know, the number three or four step? But you know, know the next one, and when you take that, three or four becomes more apparent. Right. I, I had this uh, experience, gosh, now probably 20 years ago that has stuck with me uh, tremendously. My brother and I were in uh, in the retail business at the time, and we had you know multiple stores, and we were in overhead. We didn't know how to go about, particularly the buying area. Okay. I mean, we had a huge store of, you know, massive amount of, of products and how do you know what to buy? And so we brought in a consultant uh, from the National Retail Federation to come spend the day with us and tell us, uh, you know, what to buy. And he sat down with us and he said, you know what? He said, you are going to be wrong in your buying decisions 100% of the time. <laughs> And I thought, well, thank you very much. (laughs) And he said, well, you're going to get the color a little bit wrong. You're going to get the sizing. 
you're going to buy a thousand units when you should have 900 or when you should have 1100, you're never going to get it exactly right. He said the key in retail is that you're always going to be wrong, but be wrong in the right direction. Mm. And I, and I love that. I, I thought, wow, that just frees me up. I don't have to get it exactly right. Just be going in the right direction. And there's so many things in life where I've come to and I go, I don't know what to do, but I do know what's moving me in the right direction. And I do know what's moving me in the wrong direction. And I know that sitting still isn't the right answer. So just be wrong in the right direction. And that wisdom has just stuck with me now for so long. That's powerful. I, I I hope everyone listening is getting as much out of this as I am even being a part of the conversation because there's just so many applications that this has. Uh, and so maybe that takes us to kind of our key takeaway. What do we really want to leave with everyone to remember, to think about, to take action on? How do you take such a big concept and start um, applying it in your life? Well, as as we've talked about, with several of the episodes, I think the the being wrong in the right direction is to be simple with this. So instead of saying, well, how do we change our entire life? Let's take one area, one area that we know and we can take and we can figure out where we are and we figure out where we want to be and we can then figure out what is the next right step moving us in that direction. So for each one of us, certainly for myself, I can look at this upcoming year and I can say, I kind of know what's a big deal. I know where it's not right and I know where I want to go. And I can actually probably figure out a lot about what the right path is. You know, it can be, you know, eating. It can be, you know what, I could really use going to bed an hour earlier yeah. or, it, you know, any any number of things. So I would just encourage everybody to to get a little bit of success by looking at one place and putting this into practice in their life. Yeah. And if you're listening to this kind of right after it comes out, um, we're nearing the tw- end of 2018, or if you're listening to the beginning of 2019, I would encourage you to just think, what is one thing you want to be true at the end of 2019? That's a great way. That's a, that's a way of saying where you want to end up. Exactly. Where you want to be true. Yeah. yeah. And then great. take that and think backwards from there. All right, what's the path to get there? And like we said, maybe you don't know the whole path, and likely you don't, but you know the first right step in that direction. And uh, we just really challenge you to, to put that into practice right away because this is something that applies to everybody in every season of life. And and. You can even take that, you know, one thing that you want to be true and imagine or visualize for a moment what you will feel like at the end of 2019 if that were true. You know, imagine all of the different things. Imagine how you will feel about yourself or about a relationship or something. So take that all the way down down the line and go at the end of 2019, wow, what would it feel like? And then work back from there. So that's a that's great. I love that idea. Okay, and today's book recommendation is we've already alluded to it by uh, the author Andy Stanley. It's called The Principle of the Path, and you know we got to give kudos to him. That's where this whole kind of concept came out of. And uh, 
I would encourage people to read the book because it's pretty quick. It's a pretty quick read and it's very um, applicable for, for anyone in any season of life. Absolutely. And, and this, in a sense, is a very simple concept, but it's all about internalizing it. You know, and when you internalize it deeply, you'll begin to see through that lens almost everything that happens in your life. And that's when it really makes a difference. All right. We'll talk to everyone next time. Here at the Greenhouse Effect, we are big fans of our friends at Belay Solutions. They are a company that provides virtual assistants and bookkeepers and social media managers. We want to give you a taste of what it's like to work with Belay from one of their clients. His name is Dave Richards, the CEO and lead coach for Elite Performance Associates. Belay saved me. When I was focused on growing my business, you know, I can think of recently um, I was working with a high profile, uh, you know, federal government agency on a conference for them. And it had a lot of moving parts. You know, my VA allowed me to confidently let go of all of those things and just focus solely on preparing content and delivering a high value program to the client. Belay follows up with me. How can I give more this constant prodding of you know, how do you, how can we help you more? How can we pull more from your plate so that you can do, you know, what you're meant to do and what you're best at? If you resonate with any of this and you want more information, we have partnered with Belay to offer $200 off of your startup costs. And if you want to learn more about that or have a free consultation with a member of the Belay team, just click the link in the show notes or go to belaysolutions.com backslash next step. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe and come on, do us a favor. Leave a five-star review. It'll help others find the show too.